gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. And joining me, as always, is my awesome co-host, Delicious Joylin Davis. Hey, everybody. And it seems like we're missing something. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. No guests this time. Yeah, no guests, uh, which we... Not what not for lack of trying, because uh, we have actually had guests scheduled, but unfortunately they... Um, well... Last week we weren't able to record at all. Monday we already had, you know, mm-hmm. you had a family obligation, mm-hmm. and you know our rules: family first. Yep. yep. And then Thursday your internet went out. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that one we were actually scheduled to have uh, Kyle and RN on from Smack Raw podcast. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I told people I said I'm not going to do interviews without Dwayne. I don't like right. doing them without Dwayne. Right. You know, because it's it's you know it didn't matter whatever the circumstances are, you know, um, because the the it the show just goes a lot better. Right. You know? right. And, and that way you get to meet people too, and they get to meet you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, so we're able to record there and, you know, it's, it's, it's also not the first time we've had, to, uh, like re, you know, um, reschedule something because of internet issues, you know, it's happened mm-hmm. to me, yeah. you know, when a, a tractor came through and just took out my internet. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was gone for four days, <laughs> uh, you know, but, uh, but this past Monday we were able to get, um, Jack Stinger wrestler for the NWF who, yep. you know, she's actually, uh, she and I have talked about her coming on the show for a while and she was finally able to do it. Um, that one was pretty interesting. I didn't realize till she told us at the very end, we were her very first interview. Oh, wow. You know, so yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, so uh, but it, it was a fun time, you know, uh, especially her talking about her experiences in the Army because she's an actual Army, active duty Army, a mm-hmm. captain in yep. active duty. I was like, wow, okay. Like I said, you, you should have gone Air Force, but whatever. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you know, and and so we were trying to also get some other ones scheduled for today and last minute we just couldn't do it, you know, because um, we had we did have another one that fell through. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what, perfect time to review or preview rather, um, elimination chamber. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, now I've got to you know get back in the we're not interviewing anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so so how you been? I've uh, been all right, busy as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, work keeping you busy, work mm-hmm. keeping you busy. You know, um, and weather keeping us busy. Yeah. Well, yeah. We just came out of our, our tornado watch up here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some, some heavy winds and stuff here. So, and a lot of, a lot of heavy rain. Uh, got new neighbors. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Moved in, you know, to the house where the, the guy who threatened to shoot me and our other neighbor last, you know, two years ago, you yeah. know, they left and somebody else moved in and, um, you know, haven't met them yet, but you know, hopefully that works out a lot better. It couldn't get any worse than the last ones, right? You no, know? but I've, I've, I haven't really been threatened. Had somebody threatened to shoot me before, but he mm-hmm. did. Oh, but oh, and sorry, my back is kind of. <laughs> uh, we're both getting old. Yeah, we're both, you know, we're both almost at that half century mark. So it yeah, leaves you with some uh, some snap crackles and some pops. Um, but before we get started on 
the the Elimination Chamber preview. I'm going to give all the podcast shout outs uh, first, and then I'll give our our contact to listen listening info. And I'm gonna have to do that kind of slow because <laughs> if you're watching on video, hopefully you know you've seen our new intro. Um, I actually redid that. Uh, the last intro, Justin from TNC Sports Talk, he had actually created for us, and he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. And we'd had it dead out a year because, and I know that because of the Facebook memories that came up. Mm-hmm. You know, so we had it right at a year, and I'd already started making nothing. Yeah, it's time to make a new one, and he liked it so much, he would like to help make him a new one now too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Justin, super good dude. He was actually part. He's been part of our series. He was one of the first ones we did for you know why we are fans and. He, but Justin, he actually is part of the TNC Sports Talk. That's actually his podcast. But, of course, the first person we always shout out, Ted. Exactly. Always. Always. The Podfather, Ted the Hillbilly Hill. He gets his tribute. We have to give him his tribute. I've been watching, you know, Godfather lately. But so, yeah. I mean, kind of, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, the Podfather himself, Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Go check out the Hill Truth podcast. Uh, you are... If you're not listening to it already, you're missing out. He actually just did a, an archived episode because he wasn't able to record a new one this week, but he still put right. his archives out. Uh, and who he did it with was actually BC from awesome. uh, BC Hunter. Yeah, from Wrestling with the Truth. Right now, they're Wrestling with the Truth or Wrestling with the War because yeah. they're doing, yeah, I mean, they're still doing a good job, but they're doing a series talking all about the Monday Night War starting in 95. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, when Nitro first kicked off and Luger shows up in the very first episode of Nitro and yeah, with the, yeah. Uh, with the pirate shirt on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it almost looks like the pirate shirt from Seinfeld. Remember? It does. That's what I think of every time I see it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's really not a bad looking shirt, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's BC Hunter, Jay Myers from the wrestling with the truth. But we also have, um, the guys from the dad would order. They've also been on the podcast as, um, you know, Mike and Eric from that, that, that was another good show. We had a lot of fun. I mentioned the Smack Raw podcast. We were supposed to have them on. Now we're going to try to have to reschedule them because um, their schedule is also pretty busy. So we're always trying to deconflict everything. And right. Uh, but if yep. you get a chance to listen to them, two great guys. Um, and I, I, there's a lot of other stuff I want to talk to them about as well. Cause they've been kind of open about um, their, you know, sobriety and dealing with mental health issues. And I said, Hey, Joel and I, we've also been very open about our sobriety and our mental health issues. So we, uh, so I said, yeah, I'm definitely pulling for them. Yeah. yeah, they, they, yeah. They've got, they've got our support 100%. Uh, but they are also associated with the botch spots and chair shots podcast, which is another good one uh, to go check out. And one that we are scheduled, I'm just kind of trying to confirm it. We're trying to have bear on from, the Wrestling Society podcast. And this is the podcast where Dwayne actually met these folks yeah. down at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ran into them at SummerSlam. And then Steve figured out that he was already following them on, was it Twitter? Uh, the dad would already. Uh, yeah, I think I was actually, we were mm-hmm. following each other on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. And all of a sudden they messaged me and I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, yeah, we think we met you. So like, you didn't meet me at SummerSlam. <laughs> you know, I wish you would have met me at SummerSlam, but I know Joel and I were like twins, but yeah, I know. Right. But <laughs> um, it's the yeah, beard. It's the beard. It, it, it's gotta be. I mean, you know, or the hair, uh, but, and, and everybody, if you want to see a real picture of us, you got to watch us on YouTube and look in the intro video. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I made sure Dwayne was okay. I was like, hey, yeah. I'm going I'm to put this picture. Oh, yeah. When, when, yeah I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of it. Oh, well, yeah, I was like, we, we were officers in the chess club. I tell in- people all the time, like, they say that picture of me in chess club. Um, it's like I was an extremely late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> like college late bloomer. Is what yeah, I mean, and both of us, we were too skinny. Mm-hmm. Either one of us could gain weight in that, you know, those days. Now we can't lose weight. Um, well, actually, for somehow I can, but like I'm down to 227. Really? Yeah. Okay, I need to I need to work on it then. You know, I need to work on it a little bit harder. Like I, um, I think it's just I've jump started my metabolism because I like eat all day because I work from home, so I oh okay snack all day. You know what? Maybe that's that. Maybe that's well. I need to convince my work right now that I should be able to just work. From exactly, home. I should be able, to, <laughs> be able to eat at your desk all day. Yeah. Uh, oh, HR, they screamed at me. You know, cup. You know last year whenever my wife had COVID and I decided I was going to work from home and they, I got screamed at, we don't know work from home. You're a bit, you've been vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, so is my wife and she still got it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The next day I tested positive for it too. Yep. So, so whatever people, um, but anyway, but yeah, the rest of society podcast, hopefully, you know, um, he'll get back with us and mm-hmm. we'll have him on Monday uh, I want to give a shout out to Austin Boyer at the Wrestling World Podcast. He's still running solo. He does a great job there. Um, and another one we're scheduled to have on Sunday. We've already had to reschedule twice. Once because of uh, the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, mean, I was like, you know, I mean, priorities. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a Bengals fan. They're not Bengals fans. But you get but, tickets, you go. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'll go watch the Detroit Lions if I get free tickets. And yeah, um, and it's like, well, you know, because it happened to be coming on, it was already on at the same time we were supposed to record. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? He said, "Do you want to?" Re-? I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not all about the whodayness that happens yeah. around this area." But, yeah. Uh, by the way, congratulations to the Chiefs. It was a decent yeah. game. Yeah, and, I was re- I was rooting for the Eagles, but yeah, so yeah, was it was I. a good it was a good game. Uh, I just I have to root against the Chiefs just based on principle. <laughs> you know, I just wish they'd come up with the next headline should be Patrick Mahomes has been traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. You know, I will dance naked in the street if that happens. <laughs> and nobody really wants to see that, but I'll do it anyway. It's like, but I'll do it anyway. Be right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but Sunday we're going to have Jamie and John scheduled to have Jamie and John from True Crime Cast. Let's bless their hearts. And they can actually tell us about their experience down in uh, Lexington. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a picture, and they—I don't think they figured out who took the picture yet, but it's like an official AEW picture, where I think it's—it was it. Briscoe was flying through the air about to land. Oh, the okay. And you see the guy doing like this. <laughs> yeah, that's John. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. That's John. So, uh, they were gifted tickets from their friend, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know, so looking forward to having them on, and another podcast i gotta give a shout out to and i gotta tell you a little bit um the mixtape podcast and something i did i most people would be embarrassed but i'm not because i'm too old to really give a crap mm-hmm. but uh a couple of weeks ago they put out an, a, an episode it was um 90 songs that you basically that you hate mm-hmm. you know, that you hate hearing or whatever yeah and of course macarena was one of the songs should have been at the top of the list. <laughs> it may have been, God. actually. That and Gondam style. It's like, oh. oh. 
Gotham style, I really don't mind as much, just because I can't. Well, I can't understand Macarena either. But that's because you didn't have. That's because you didn't have a four-year-old that played it nonstop. Because that's what Savannah did when she was four. Oh. She discovered that song, and that was that well, was the jam. That was her jam all the time. Well, you know what? If maybe if you would listen to it, you'd be as good of a chess player as she is. Maybe because yeah, wow. I, I mean. Yeah. She still owes me a chess match. She keeps forgetting about it. I said, if, if right, there's a 20, way, I said, you, you know, got 24 hours left, or I'm just going to take it as a forfeit. Oh, there you go. I, I mean, take a if, win where I can get it. <laughs> if, if there is a way that I can play her because she doesn't have an iPhone, Mm-mm. and I know you don't have an iPhone. So no. uh, I've been playing my son chess, and he's been trying to beat me, mm-hmm. and it's been gotten kind of ugly. Um, <laughs> there was one time, I mean, he actually had me. He, he, I didn't tell him this, but he actually had me on the run, and then all of a sudden he made one mistake. And that's See, all that's, it takes. that's that's all that's it takes. what I did the last time I played Savannah. I had her like two more moves than I would have had her, but I made one mistake and she saw it, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, and that's so, like you said, you know, she looks and she sees Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just but, <laughs> but you know, the mixtape they they put out a challenge and they said, if they said, no, you can't not smile or whatever you can't try to do the macarena and be serious about it <laughs> and they so they put out a challenge send them a video of you doing the macarena with a serious face and you had to keep that serious face mm-hmm. you know when well, nobody responded to it and so they put it out again they're like nobody rep- no nobody says video needs anything so i was like i'll do it you know and so I'd send him a message, and I'm like, hey, I said, just want to let you know, I'm going I'm to do this Macarena. You know, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to teach myself how to do the Macarena first. Right. But I said, I'll do it. And I got home, and and sure enough, I had to go to YouTube. How do you do the Macarena? And, you know, and I found out it's, dent, 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 um, crap, dent, 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 yeah, swivel hips. And... I did it and I had a serious face the whole time. And then I sent him the video. The sound quality is absolute garbage uh, because I, I was, rec- yeah. But anyway, I haven't heard back from him, but there you go. So, but yeah, the mixtape podcast, uh, another really good, if you like pop culture, that's what they uh, get into. Cause they were talking about um, 90 songs of that one. And they were another one. They were actually talking about nineties uh, songs from um, England or actually, mm-hmm. well, from great, great Britain. Mm-hmm. And I actually sent him some. You know, on I tagged them on, you know, or I replied to their post on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I, and I've actually made some song suggestions. Well, they read them on the air, and they've actually been giving us shout outs on their show. Uh, so, and, and if you go on their website, we're listed as uh, Armchair Booking Podcast is actually listed as, as friends of their show, right? You know, right. so I got to give those guys a shout out just based on that alone. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, so uh, is there any other podcast that we want to shout out today? No, I think we covered them all. Uh, all right, now our contact and listening info. And Here we I'm go. Have to do it slow. I can't rattle it off because hopefully, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the things pop up either here or here or in front of Dwaylen. <laughs> see, but if you'd like to email the show, it is armchairbookingpodcast at gmail if you'd like to find us on Facebook, you can find us on facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast. If you want to find us on Instagram, it's at armchair booking. If you'd like to hit us up on Twitter, it's at booking armchair. I really hope when I do this, I have it pouring at the right spot. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to 
Hit us up on TikTok. It's also at Armchair Booking Podcast. And if you if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know the channel. And this is the only video outlet that I know of that we're on. But as far as audio goes, we are just about any audio platform you can think of. If we're not there, let us know. We would do whatever we can to get ourselves added. And I mean that because we have actually got ourselves added on some things, haven't mm-hmm. succeeded in some others, but we have tried. And because we were on Stitcher and then something happened when I tried to get us on Pandora, all of a sudden our Stitcher feed stopped updating. Hmm. So got to work on that again. Um, but if you want to get some merch from us, it's at tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. Yeah, I figured I had to do links on here too. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so and if you want to get hold of Dwaylin, you can just look right there at fat underscore daddy 73 on Twitter. And the fat daddy is because he's part of big and fat with his lovely wife. Cause she is big mama. Mm-hmm. And you can find them on YouTube at big and fat. Actually on YouTube, it's at big and fat 2150, something like that. There was some numbers on it. Something like that. I don't know why the numbers are on there, but yeah. Oh, that's something I, um, before I was able to change ours to mm-hmm. add I'm sure oh, the, okay. podcast, the numbers okay. that YouTube adds it. Yeah. Um, I've yeah, got to get some more. I got to get some more videos done. I've been slacking, so I gotta. Oh, I gotta get some more TikToks that. done. So. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> get. Yeah, I gotta get TikToks done too, because uh, we upload to TikTok and YouTube and, and Facebook because we have a Facebook page too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so somebody yeah. get the link for your Facebook, but yeah. actually, you know what? I'm probably on the Facebook. I didn't even think about that, but you I probably get, are. Yeah. I'll probably have to get that one added, but I know the TikTok is at underscore big and fat underscore. Mm -hmm. The TikTok and the YouTube are the main ones, though. It's like I just usually like for people who don't really get on YouTube like that or don't have TikTok, then they can watch the stuff on Facebook. Most everybody has a Facebook. So, yeah, except for my brother's about the only person I know that doesn't have Facebook. Uh, One of these days, we need to get your brother on here to ask him why he's a fan. He does have an Instagram page for his business, oh. but he doesn't have a Facebook. So there you go. So yep. we need to get Big Terrence on here. Yep. You, know, you may be the older brother, but he's the big brother. Yeah, I always call him my uh, <laughs> my uh, big little brother because <laughs> he's he's five years younger, but he's, is, he looks like he's the older brother. Yeah, because Dwayne and I graduated high school together. My sister graduated with Terrence. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, actually, I think he... He actually switched to Hoptown, didn't he, for like his last year or last two mm-hmm. years? No, he went to county. Uh, always stayed in county the whole time? Yeah, he stayed at county. Why was I thinking he switched to Hoptown for some reason? I don't know. No. Oh. No, we always lived in county district. Right. Um, yeah, because I remember right there on 4th Street. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, but you can also find my non-wrestling podcast called The Cubicle Chat. I'll go in through the Twitter right there at cubicle underscore chat, but you can find it also in all the audio platforms. That's where I go to not talk about wrestling. And, right. and my, um, my co-host for that one, uh, Mike Stahl, you know, guy I was stationed with in England mm-hmm. and he's like all about movies and pop culture and, you know, um, how you are with wrestling. He would amaze you with his stuff about movies. Oh, okay. Uh, so, okay. So I just, I just associate myself with encyclopedias and I just kind of sit back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I get that. Um, I'll have to talk to him sometime because I'm a movie nerd too. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's my thing. It's like movies, yeah. music, and wrestling. It's like that's yeah, and my that's, thing. You know, maybe all three of us we're going to do we're all three going to do some shows together. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
but yeah, fat. When he looked at the picture of us, the chest picture, he looked and he said, he looked at me, my pic, my party said, "Is that a mullet?" I'm like, "It sure is." And then he looked at your hair, and he and I was like, "And there's the box." Yep, the high top fade. There it <laughs> yep. was. It wasn't quite kid and play. No, not not quite. It, yeah, I, I I never got it that high because. I didn't want to have to manage that. That was just. I mean, no. think about that. I mean, he had to duck every time he walked through a doorway. Yeah, I mean, no. mine. The way I had mine was enough to 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 work with. So it's like I don't need it any bigger than this. I mean, how do you how do you drive and you're having to do this because your hair is like being pushed hanging out? The, he, he probably just hung it out the window. <laughs> I mean, he probably just rolled the window down, hung his you know top of his like, hair out, like a cocker spaniel or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but. Anyway, that is all of the contact listing info. Mm-hmm. You know, so had to make sure get it all mentioned down because now we we have links. I have uh, and I've been really having fun with the video editing thing. But like I said, you know, I was thinking, talking about my daughter when she does her videos because she mm-hmm. has her her channel. Now I know why it takes her so daggone long to edit videos. Mm-hmm. It's a pain, and I felt like throwing my laptop, especially when the thing. <laughs> oh, it crashed a couple times and. The first time I tried to process the video with Jack Stinger, it it got ninety eight percent, and it, it took like two hours to get this part. You know, mm. nobody doesn't take that long. It was like I was in ninety eight percent, and all of a sudden it stopped. Well, we cannot process the rest of this file. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so I went in, I rebooted, and then I tweaked a couple things, and it and then the next time it was like twenty minutes done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but. Yeah, so it, it it's going to take a little bit of work, but I mean, we're just trying to get out a good quality product, right? You know, and that's the important right. thing. Yep. So, on to the show, and when I mean the show, I mean elimination chamber. Yep. In Montreal, Canada. Yep. Oh, and I meant to text you. Um. Last um Friday, they actually told Jay. You know, just stay home for you know for the pay per view. Don't you know you don't yeah. come up there. I'm like that's because uh-huh. that's because he can't go to Canada and Jimmy can't either. <laughs> yep. Um, and somebody had actually mentioned, oh yeah, yeah, they're the kid. That, that's actually they've got waivers. It's like mm-hmm. mm, no, mm-hmm. no, they don't. Canada does not play with DUIs. It's like no, they do not. You get you get one, and it don't matter how long ago it was. It's that's a wrap. It's like you're never getting into Canada. I mean, our truth got in some trouble a long time ago and he still can't go to Canada. Really? Jeff Hardy can't go to Canada. Matt Hardy probably can't go to Canada. Matt, I don't, yeah, because Matt yeah. got a DUI. Matt can't go to Canada yep. either. Yeah, there's there's several wrestlers that have gotten in trouble over the years and some other countries let them slide, but Canada is like, no. Yeah, I mean, you can't even do a layover. No, Canada. yeah, you can't even do a layover. It's like, yep. no. Yep, and yeah, because like I mentioned before, my wife, you know, she she's a travel agent on the side, mm-hmm. and anytime she books someone international travel, if they're flying through Canada, she has to ask them, do you have a like certain legal things? She's like, do mm-hmm. you have a DUI? Do you have this? You know, uh, do you have any? Because if you do, I'm going to have to reroute you through somewhere else. And yeah, you know, so yeah, so they they won't even let you come to the airport to sit there in the airport and wait for a plane. Nope. Ah, uh, but yeah, they told. So yeah, just stay home. So yeah, they're yeah. not gonna be. They're not gonna be in Canada. No, they're not gonna be there. So it'll be <laughs> solo. Will be solo. Will be solo. solo. <laughs> backing up Roman, but 
what's the first? What are the, what is what does Wikipedia have as the first match? Uh, the first match is the men's elimination chamber match for the United States Championship. And yes, um, there's did I mention? I think I skipped over a podcast when I was doing the shout outs. And I really, if I did, I'll apologize. The Finisher Wrestling Podcast. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's a newer one. Um, they actually were talking about this on one of their latest episodes about it seems like it's a shame that they have an elimination chamber match and it's for the United States title instead of one of the world titles. Um, I actually, I kind of, I kind of like the change. I kind of like the focus on the quote unquote mid card title. You know, they're they're elevating it. Yeah. They're elevating the title because before it's like the U S title was generally not even on pay-per-view. I mean, you see what they, what they've done until recently when, Gunther got it. Yeah. What they've done with the Intercontinental title. You know, it's like they treated them like it was nothing. And now they're elevating it, which is, you know, that's another Triple H move because Triple mm-hmm. H was, you know, he's a historian of wrestling and he understands the history of the United States title and the importance of the United States title. Because at one time, in especially in Jim Crockett promotions, if you were the United States champion, you were automatically the number one contender yep. for the world title because you were the number two guy in the promotion. That's the exactly. reason that's the reason why Vader beat up Jim Duggan. He just and won the US title. As soon as he got his title shot against Hogan, he threw the US title away. He's like, I needed it to get to Hogan. Yep. Uh, that showed but but even though he got even though he forfeited it once he got the world title shot that showed the importance of the u.s title he knew he had to have it in order to get to hogan yep and not only that but another example was um goldberg goldberg you know yeah he won the u.s title yeah then he went against hogan yep and yep. once he won the world title he had to give up the u.s he had title to give because, up the u.s title yep yep so because you can't hold two not supposed to hold two titles at the same time yeah you know i mean I get it because you don't want to have somebody having all the belts because then it, it people just won't want to watch as much. <coughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Austin Theory, he's a champion, defending against Seth Rollins, jo- Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. It should be an excellent match. Yeah. Uh, with the talent that's in it. Um, my personal pick would be if I was booking, because we're armchair booking. So if I we was are. booking this. Heck yeah, we are. Montez Ford would be the new United States champion. I agree. But he's not going to. Austin Theory is going to retain. The reason I say this is because they are gearing up for a match with him and John Cena at WrestleMania. Really? My prediction is Theory is going to walk in as the United States champion. Cena is going to do the job to put Theory over. Theory still walks out the United States champion. And it puts the U.S. title on a world stage. And you remember last year, Elimination Chamber, because we were all like, who's this theory cat? You know, he's mm-hmm. walking around, you know, taking selfies. And we know he's he's VKM's boy. And, mm-hmm. and then the Elimination Chamber match, we always said Brock Lesnar went over, uh, went over. The theory got over. Got over. Yeah. And then but then it's like the whole the whole selfie gimmick was just dragging him down and the association yep. with Vince was dragging him down. This Austin theory 
is interesting. This Austin theory is just he's tired of being he's tired of being overlooked. He's tired of being considered a kid and all this stuff. And he's just proving how good he is. If yep. he if he stays this way, excellent. Because they gave him his first name back too. That was exactly. The they gave him his first name back. Yep. Triple H is letting him go out there and show what he can actually do. And yes, he's a heel, but he very well walks that line between the cowardly heel and the tough guy heel. Because he can be the tough guy when he needs to be, but he can be the he can be the coward and take off if he looks like he's in jeopardy of losing his title. I think this will also be a good chance for Bronson Reed to kind of show what he can do as well. Oh Lord, he's going to kill some people in that chamber. Because <laughs> I've watched this dude. I watched him in NXT, but I'd seen him before on the independents. And then when he got let go by WWE, he went to Impact and New Japan. This dude's a monster. He's just agile. Like he's like Vader. He's just sh- he's like Vader, but shorter. Mm. You know, he's he has that low center of gravity like Rick Steiner always had. And but this dude is a monster. I mean, he's going to some people are gonna uh need some ice baths when they're done in the cha- in this chamber. Montez Ford is probably gonna dive off a chamber, which I'm waiting to see. Probably. Yeah. Is if he hits that no disrespect to Rob Van Dam or Eddie Guerrero. Montez Ford has the best frog splash I've ever seen because the hype that he gets and yeah. the way he lands and smoothly, like he'll come all the way over and go right into the pin. And it's like all in one smooth motion. And it's like, hmm, if he does that off the chamber, I will pop for that. I'll probably hear the pop all the way from here. Probably. You know? I'll be texting you like, did you see <laughs> Did you see the hit? <laughs> Um, and I think this will be also a good chance for Gargano and Priest to kind of show what they can do because yeah, because Gargano is an excellent wrestler and he hasn't mm-hmm. been able to show it since he's come back. Priest is good. Like I've followed him since he was Punishment Martinez in Ring of Honor. He was he's a former Ring of Honor Television Champion, and he was excellent there. He was North American Champion in NXT. He's been uh, ever since he's been in the Judgment Day. He's been killing it. So yeah. This will be, I think this is going to be a good opportunity all the way around. Well, I mean, we know what Seth Rollins is capable of. There's not going yeah. to be, we know it, Seth could have the flu and a broken ankle and still give you an excellent match. Yeah. It's just how good the guy has gotten. But I think this is just going to be an excellent showing from everybody in this match. But I still think Theory's going to win because I think Cena's on the horizon for Mania. Uh, next match is the women's elimination chamber match, and it's for um, and I actually do I like the stipulation. It's not for the title; it's for a title match. Yeah, it's for a title match at yep. WrestleMania. And I, I'm like, okay, that stipulation also makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. Raquel Rodriguez, mm-hmm. Natalia, and mm-hmm. Carmel. Okay, how many people they're going to have with just have to have the women have just one name? Okay. So we know Carmella's not winning. Nope. Natalia's not winning. Natalia's the nope. gatekeeper for the women's division. She's Carmella's had her time in the sun, but they're not yep. going back that route again. But she'll still uh, give you a good match. She'll still give you a good match, but 
that's about all that is going to be. Natalia's not winning. Liv Morgan's not winning. They've already done that experiment with her as champion, and it did not work out. I mean, it wasn't it, it wasn't was, her fault. It was booking. Yeah, it was but, stupid. But still, the fans are not ready for her to be champion again. Not right. yet. Um, uh, so we've got Oscar, Raquel Rodriguez. Who's who's left? Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. They're not going to give it to Nikki Cross. I don't see that. Not yet, because... Not... Yeah, because she's just the crazy woman, Nikki Cross, so they got to build that up before yep. they have her going for they, the they title. Should, they should have never moved away from that. Raquel Rodriguez is good. She was good when she was NXT Women's Champion. She's going to get even better, but I don't think it's her time yet. And plus, they're not going to do face versus face. Now, they generally don't do face versus face, but I say that, but Asuka, especially this Asuka, because the Asuka that she is now is more like the Asuka in J- that she was in Japan. Right. And it wouldn't take anything for her to turn heel. And because Asuka always dances that line between. Well, not only that, but what's your money match with all these women here? Who, what, who's your money match against it's Bianca? Bianca and Asuka. Yeah, it's Bianca and Oscar. Is the exactly. Money. That's the money. That, because Oscar's music hit, man. and everybody is on their feet. You know what? Yeah, I'm getting, that's I'm getting chills just thinking about that match. That's yeah, gonna, me too. I, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like that's going to be because that, I mean, I mean Bianca can go and she's so strong, and Oscar is one of the hardest hitting wrestlers, <laughs> yeah, male or female that I've ever seen, and she is double tough, and it's just it's going to be. A fight. That's what I want to see. I, my pick for that is Oscar. Yep. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Ricardo Rodriguez because I know they're pushing her, but I don't yeah. think she's ready for that match at WrestleMania I don't, just yet. I don't either. I still uh, don't understand the logic in storyline wise. I understand the logic with Rhea Ripley challenging Charlotte. Because three years ago at WrestleMania, Charlotte beat Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. So now it's come full circle. And Rhea Ripley, who is the hottest female wrestler in WWE right now, Mm -hmm. um, she should beat Charlotte at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's title. But Judgment Day is on Raw. So how do we do? I was hoping for... Rhea and Bianca at WrestleMania. That for me, that was the money match. I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte and Rhea, and Rhea will be money, but not the same type of money match that you're going to get with Bianca and Rhea because people have been waiting for that since the Women's Royal Rumble last last year or the year before when they were the final two, and so I like I said I don't understand the logic. Booking wise, the logic of her challenging Charlotte when she's a raw competitor and that's the SmackDown Women's title, but I don't run WWE. Uh, so, well, uh, for once they have long term book, you know, storytelling. Yeah. Because... They have long term storytelling. Yeah. Cause that yep. was three years in the making, you know, from when she lost the NXT title to Charlotte at WrestleMania, which I didn't think should have been done. There was no need for Charlotte to... I mean, Rhea Ripley was on the rise as NXT Women's Champion. There's no reason for her to lose it, especially to Charlotte. Charlotte didn't need right. it. She had already had it before. 
So, um, well, I'm actually going to go out of order a little bit from what they have listed because they have the Roman and Sammy listed, then the Edge, Beth Phoenix, Judgment Day. But I'm actually going to go to the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar match next, and the reason why is because Justin from TNC Sports Talk, okay. he, yep, he actually sent some questions and specifically about uh, Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. And he said, why are we seeing them um, at Elimination Chamber instead of WrestleMania? And I, at first I was like, you know what? I would not really thought about it, but I am now. Um, and he was thinking that they may have this as like the, the blow-off match. I'm like, no. I said, I don't think this is the blow-off match. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not when they have this is no, not when mania is coming and they're going to put as many matches, especially being two nights, mm-hmm. they're going to put as many big matches on that card as they can. Um, I think my prediction is Bobby wins this one, whether he cheats or whether he wins it clean. Bobby wins this one because Brock won the first match at Crown Jewel. Yep, Bobby eliminates Brock from the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think Bobby's going to win this one, and then we have a rubber match at Mania, and because then they'll be tied one apiece. So, and you know, Justin asked, "Well, what?" I said, "I said it'll be at Mania, the blow off, the rubber match, whatever you want to call it. It'll be at Mania, and it'll be a gimmick match." And he asked, "Well, what gimmick?" Oh yeah, like, Hell in a Cell. You know, It'd be perfect. That those, yeah, yeah, because right now there is no other feud that warrants the sell. More than Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, it's the only way to contain them. You're not going to have, you can't have a lumberjack match. Is not going to do it because they're going to maul whatever lumberjacks are in there. Security can't keep them apart. Referees can't keep them apart. Put them in the box and let them go. Yeah, you know, and not in a normal cage match. It has to be a hell in a cell. Put them in the cell and let them go. We need and we need blood. Yep. Because this is a blood feud. We need to go Jim Crocker Promotions, Memphis, old school. Let them bleed. Because that you have two legitimate fighters inside a cell. There needs to be blood. Because if they were fighting anywhere else, there'd be blood. There'd be blood. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I'm going I'm going with Bobby Lashley. So am I. And you know, because I mean, I think it needs to be Bobby Lashley, and I think at the oh, ball yeah. match, it needs to be Bobby but, Lashley. Yeah, because but, here's the thing: if Brock wins again, one that makes Bobby Lashley look weak, because it looks like, oh, well, he can't beat him. And people will go, people will go back to when Bobby beat Brock for the WWE title. But that's not, that's not this feud. This feud right. started Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. When Brock came back, you know, it was Crown Jewel. He beats Bobby. Bobby beats the crap out of him after the match. So Bobby got his heat back. Bobby dumps Brock out at the Rumble. So I think Bobby should win this one. And like you said, I think Bobby should win. If they go to Mania with it, Bobby should win that and win and win the feud. And the one thing Justin did point out, he said, he, he said, I get a little worried because these two men have shown in the past they can get hurt with each other. I mean, and they, they've had legitimate injuries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because um, they, because they don't, with each other, they know they don't have to pull it. They don't have to hold back. Right. 
because both of them can take it. So it's like they're both just like, come on, give me what you got. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I think that it's going to be a brutal match no matter what. Oh, yeah. You know, um, one thing I really hope they don't go to, okay, let's do a falls anywhere or a street fight or no, like, no, I don't want to see no, that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that because uh, those have gotten so overused that they're not even interesting anymore. Just give me, give me a hell in a cell match at WrestleMania. Yeah. And this is one that warrants a hell in a cell. Yeah. You know, it, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they, they seem to be, I think they're actually not going to do like the gimmick match pay-per-views anymore. The way they were talking is those are gone. Yeah, I mean, and yes, I know Elimination Chamber is kind of a given match, but it's a once a year. But that's different. It's a once a year thing, and it ties in to the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. It's yes. Fallout from the Rumble and the road to WrestleMania. So the Chamber I'm fine with because there's always stakes that lead into WrestleMania. Exactly. And, you know, the, and they haven't done Hell in a Cell in a while, have they? No, not since the last Hell in a Cell match was, was it Edge and, I can't remember. It's been a while, you know, so. Yeah. They haven't oversaturated like they were before. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, so I, I agree. I think it should be Bobby. I think it will be Bobby. Um. Because I, I will always cheer for Bobby Lashley way before I cheer for Brock Lesnar anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, same. I mean, I'm I'm liking Brock more now just yeah. because he's they're not sticking him in the they're not okay. Here's the thing: they put him in the title picture against Roman, but they did not have him win the title. Right. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Brock putting people over because at this stage in his career, that's what he needs to be doing mm-hmm. is putting people over. I'm good with this Brock, but. I still like Bobby Lashley more. So I got to go with Bobby Lashley. Uh, now granted, both those guys are legit athletes. They're legit fighters. Mm-hmm. So and that, actually, I kind of like to see that all of a sudden they break into a shoot fight because one of them makes the other one mad. Right, right. <laughs> oh, um, the next match I'll talk about Edge and Beth Phoenix, uh, you know, the Copelands. Well, they just call them yeah. the Copelands. The Copelands versus. The Judgment Day. Just call them Judgment Day. So yeah. Y'all need to let Dwayne and I do the names. Yeah. We do. It's just uh, Judgment Day. It doesn't have to. There's no need for the. It's just Judgment yeah. Day. You know, because, it, it, <clears throat> okay, you calling it the Judgment Day makes it sound like it's a band from like maybe the early 80s. Judgment Day, that's a good thrash metal band right there. Yeah. But what they should have done was use the name of the song that they used as the name of the group, The Other Side. Oh, that's what they should have gone now with. Now that would I've been okay with the other side. I'd be yeah, okay with, exactly. With, with that's me. what they should have gone with. Because uh, they're and, always trying to recruit people over, and it's like, come to the other side. It's like it's right yes. there in your lap, people. You even use the the Alter Bridge song, the other side, as their entrance theme when they come out as a group. So it's like, <laughs> how did y'all not piece this together? And you know, while they're coming out with the Alter Bridge song, Edge is coming out. Yeah, with metal Yeah. Um, there is a band, a metal band, string metal. Okay, this is a genre I never heard of. I never. Out of Oklahoma, named Judgment Day. Uh, a violin, a cello, and drums. Hmm. Sounds I interesting. Will, you know, I will have. Wow, formed in 1988. Well. Yeah, melodic death or thrash metal. Um. Okay, so. 
I will have to put it on my to-do to go check these guys out. Um, wow. I kind of figured somebody had the name mm-hmm. because it does sound like, you know, a cool name for a metal band. But yeah, um, but this match, the Copelands, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Judgment Day, which is Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley you know? um, Judgment they, Day should win because yep. Rhea should win. Rhea Ripley should win every match he's in just because I am a <laughs> massive Rhea Ripley fan. I could not tell. And I just think that this, this is, she is the future of the women's division because yeah. she is, she is, she's always been good, but she is really coming to her own with the character work and she's got the look and the power and the, she has it. She has that presence, that it factor that they always talk about that people need to be a big star. Rhea Ripley has everything to be the centerpiece of the women's division in WWE for a long time. They should have already had the title on her. Yeah. 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 And, well, there, of course, Damian Priest is going to be on the outside for Judgment Day. Dominic Mysterio uh, is going to be also be there. Mm-hmm. Where's Ray? What happened to Ray? Uh, Ray's been on SmackDown. Uh, doing not a whole lot of nothing. So I, so I mean, unless they, Ray comes out with you know, unless Ray shows up because they've still been doing these little vignette things where Rhea and <laughs> and Dominic have been just ruining oh. family get together that Ray Mysterio <laughs> has, and that stuff oh. is top notch. That I, is, I mean, I, oh my god, it is hilarious. Oh, the whole ex con Dom thing. Yeah, the whole ex con. <laughs> It's, it's I didn't great. think I I didn't think I you know I would I thought it was going to be stupid but, but they he back... leaned so far into it that it's like our bravo dude bravo yeah. you know and I think that's what it is they they probably told him go have fun with it yeah go have fun yeah Triple yeah. H is probably like here this is what we're going to do go have fun with it yeah just and, you know have a good time and one of the few negative things about the Royal Rumble was they never dot or Ray just didn't come out yeah they never and Dominic came with the mask it was like. Yeah. What's what's so they, the deal? So, but they never showed Ray get beat up, so they just left it to your imagination. But yeah, they never. Like, so it was only yeah. a twenty-nine man rumble, right? And so they 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 really that's something I'll say they honked it up a little bit, you know. But but I think Ray will somehow get involved in this, and I think the Judgment Day should win. Um, I think bringing back Beth Phoenix all the time is not doing anybody any favors. You know, yeah. bring Edge should retire again, do it on his own terms instead of being yeah. forced to retire. I need both him and Beth to retire. I mean, they have nothing else to prove. They're both Come, Hall of Famers, multiple time champions. Yeah. Become ambassadors. Get out of the know? way. Yeah. Get get out of the way. Um, and apparently they live near Nicola Roberts because she posted a picture. Oh, okay. Her. Yeah. So uh they yeah, because they live in um western North Carolina and she also lives in western North Carolina. So mm. I'm guessing they live kind of near each other, but, um, but yeah, you're right. They have nothing left to prove, you know, and I don't think this should be their last match. I think WrestleMania yeah. should be it. But uh, I think this needs to be the last ride. I think they need to yeah. just, I mean, it, it's, it's time not, to. And it, it wouldn't do, it, it would not do Judgment Day any favors if Edge and Beth won this match. No, especially it's not going to do Rhea Ripley any favors. If she's, you know, and she, if she's in a losing effort, when she's already challenging 
for the SmackDown Women's title at WrestleMania. It yep. it like it kills her momentum. Kill, kills her momentum going into Mania. Yep. So yeah, I'm going with Judgment Day. They're probably going to cheat to win, which is fine because that's their, their heels. group. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. But I'm I'm picking Judgment Day. I think Ray will somehow get involved. Um, even I think it, and in, I, I think it match, backfires though. But I think exactly. I think I think Ray gets involved, but it backfires, and that's how Judgment Day wins. Um, and I think they somehow spin this into Ray and Dominic having the match at Mania, mm-hmm. which is what I'm pretty sure as a family that's what they want anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of like and that's being, what he's been that's what he's been training for ever since he turned heel. That's what they've been mm-hmm. they've been leading to this because Ray is Ray's about ready to get to hang it up. Yeah, and you know he doesn't have anything else left to prove either. No. And, you know, what better way for him to pass the torch than to do it at WrestleMania against, you know, against his son? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Matt and Jeff Hardy, they had a match against, at Mania against each other. Mm-hmm. You, you know that had to have been, you know. Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah, their dad, before he passed away, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was just absolutely loving that. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but the last match, yeah, because there's only five matches on the card. Yeah, now, and which that's is not, smart. Yeah, it's it's smart. There doesn't well, not, there doesn't need to be ten matches on this card, and nobody gets time to do anything. Right. I mean, now they'll still stretch it out to three hours somehow. But oh yeah, uh, because the main event's going to be main event's going to take a chunk of that. Yeah, and plus all the promos and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event: Roman against Sami Zayn, and Justin had a couple more questions about that, and he says two part question. Number one, Cody Rhodes states on Raw he wants Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. I know most will overlook this, but this kind of puts Cody in a position on wanting to face the weaker opponent compared to Roman. Number two, WWE has a problem, and that is Sami Zayn. Sami is the 2014 version of Daniel Bryan, and it would do an injustice not to have the hosted WWE star not be in a main event at WrestleMania. Although the storyline is laid out for the tag team titles, there's a huge setback for what he's been able to do over the last eight months. Losing in his hometown Saturday, we can see a fan explosion Saturday night. Also, is man, Justin wrote a lot in this one. <laughs> <So laughs> Sammy isn't in that WWE title picture at WrestleMania. We can see a fan reaction that ruins Cody Rhodes' road to the title. Huh, yeah, so... Here's, um, what, I, here's what I'm thinking. Sammy's not going to win Saturday. He's no. he's not. Roman's going to win because Roman is the face of the company, and Roman should be champion going into WrestleMania. He shouldn't. He should not. Roman should not lose the titles at the Elimination Chamber when there's a much bigger stage at WrestleMania mm-hmm. to lose the championships and have more eyes on the product. Here's what I. Here's how I would book it. Roman beats Sammy, but Sammy is so over. That it's like like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, yep. Sammy gets himself inserted into the main event of WrestleMania, and it's a triple threat. Yep. If they want Cody to be the champion, then Sammy gets to be in the main event at WrestleMania. Cody pins Sammy to win the title, and then Roman has a gripe that I was never beaten for the championship, so. You're walking around with my titles. So then that gives you a new a feud with Sami Zayn gets his moment. Cody gets his moment by winning the titles. Roman automatically gets a title shot because he wasn't the one that was pinned. 
I'll throw one more thing in there. You remember at WrestleMania 2000, mm-hmm. Benoit, Jericho, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle had European and Intercontinental title. Yep, and both titles were on the line at the same time, and he because, lost both without getting pinned. Yeah, because both of but yeah, because here's the thing. With that in mind, that changes my whole thing. If we go that route, Roman could still lose both titles. Mm-hmm. Sammy wins one, Cody wins the other, and then Roman's got to chase them both to get his titles back. Right. Which means you get Roman on Raw and SmackDown because Cody's going to take the it, say Cody wins the WWE title, he's taking it to Raw. Say Sammy wins the Universal title, he's on SmackDown anyway. So that works out good for both networks because then you get Roman on both shows. Yep. You know because he's legit the biggest star in the company, and each network gets a world title on their on their program again, which is what they've been wanting ever since they. Mm-hmm unified them um that's why right now the united states title is the top title on raw because it's the only singles you know male singles title on yep. raw yeah the u.s but, title is on the usa network exactly ah. <laughs> but the i think they should be split i'm i'm generally not i'm generally one that was like there should be one world champion and he should just float between shows bingo but with the roster that they have and with Roman on a more limited schedule than he usually is, I think it's. I think they need Mania would be the perfect time to split the titles. Roman, even if Roman does, because it's been rumored that Roman's probably going to take some time off after Mania. He should. He's packed this company on his back for three years. Yes, you know, and has made them so much more money than he ever would have made in that cheesy babyface role that Vince was so hell bent on him having. Yeah. The tri- the tribal chief, the head of the table gimmick has been one of the absolute best things to ever come out of WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's because they let Roman do his thing without you know, no scripted promos with sucker and succotash and all that stupid stuff. They just let him go Ooh. out there and be the final boss of a video mm-hmm. game because that's what Roman yeah. is. from the music to the way he comes out. Everybody's like, Oh, Brock Lesnar's like the final boss. No, Roman Reigns mm-hmm. is the final boss of WWE. It's like, you got to go through this guy and this guy and get this guy. And it's like, okay, I'm ready. And oh. then Ro- Roman's music hits and it's like, ah, this is who you yep. got to go through. <laughs> and, 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 and he's and, done that himself. He yes. has, he has built that. He didn't, you know, this wasn't, in the words of Tully Blanchard, this is not something created by a booking committee. Right. This wasn't created by the office. This wasn't, you know, anything like that. This was Roman went out there, did the best character work he's ever done in his life, and built this thing from the ground up. Yep. Simply with the fact that they just allowed him to be heel and run with it. And I think another thing why it works so well is because... Yes, for wrestling purposes, yeah, he's ahead of the table. Oh, it's a gimmick, whatever. That is a real thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> so in their, in, the in their culture, culture and a so lot of cultures, that, that is a real is thing. A, there is yeah. a head of the table. And everybody eats because of the head of the table. Right. So 
yeah, that is a legit thing. He just played off his heritage and went with it. Yep. And the fact that his cousins, yeah, you know, it was two cousins, now it's three cousins, yeah. are right there. Yep. And his dad and his uncle, remember when they, when him, what, oh, was it him or Jim? Was it Jay or Jimmy that it was Jay? Oh, was it Jay? Okay. Yeah. Main event Jay. Yeah. Yep. When and, they had the, it was, it was the match they had before Hell in a Cell because they had two title matches and it was the singles match they had before Hell in a Cell. Yeah. His dad and his uncle were on the stage and they and gave put him the, the, put the lay on him. Yeah. Yep. And because that's when Jimmy, actually came out because Roman well, he was like putting the boots to, to Jay yeah. Jimmy got on with it and he's like man he said that's Josh man yeah which all of a sudden you know he's using his, his real, real name, name. Josh yeah. and, I, and I can't think what's Jimmy's actual name I can't remember uh, I have to look it up um, but yeah so when he said you know that's that's Josh man I mean it was like okay so that gave it more of an air of um, realism um, oh Jonathan. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. Makes sense. You got Jonathan, Josh, and Joe, because Roman's real name is Joe. Joe. Yeah. Well, his first name, I can't pronounce it. Yeah. Um, uh, now I'm going to have to go look. Yeah, because his middle um Oh, Leate? Leati? Okay. Leati? okay. Yeah. Joseph, Joe, Anawaii. Mm-hmm. Now, so I, I can do the Anawaii. <laughs> Got that? Got got the the apostrophe in there. That indicates a break. <laughs> so, yeah, but would that be one of the biggest pops WWE's ever had if Sami Zayn beat Roman oh, Reigns? The Montreal, roof would literally come off if yeah. he beat him in Montreal. But this is going to be, and this is another example of when you let people do what they're good at. Sami Zayn has gotten himself over. Yes, Sami Zayn has put in the work and gone from a sidekick in the bloodline to the main attraction, mm-hmm. you know, every week people tuned in to see what Sammy was going to say or Sammy was going to do, you know, and now it's like, it's at a fever pitch. People are just like, they want this for Sammy Zane. They want him to hold the title. And even though I will say Sammy's not a long-term champion. No, Sammy's not a long-term champion, but uh, he is the underdog who, capture yeah. it and then he will he'll lose it within a month yeah you know but now the only way that this works is if they decide at the chamber that roman's only putting one title on the line right That's then true. sammy yeah. could win then sammy could win that title get the huge mm-hmm. hometown pop sammy goes the mania and so does roman you still get since it's going to be two nights you're still getting two world title matches mm-hmm but who does Roman face unless they decide, okay, the titles have temporarily been split. Sammy defends against Cody. Roman gets the winner, winner take all. So kind of like a WrestleMania 10 scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would mean whoever, you know, they would have to have, because at 10, Brett and Owen opened up the mm-hmm. card yep. because Brett was going to have the, the title match against either Yokozuna or Luger. Yeah, either which one. So again, Brett and everybody had two matches. Yeah, so. and Brett and Owen was the best match on the card, and it was the opener, and nobody could follow it. Oh, and the second best on that card was Sean and Razor yeah. in the ladder match. And that, as good of a match that is, they still couldn't follow Brett and Owen. Oh, oh no, no. I mean, they <laughs> couldn't. They couldn't top it. They they followed it, but they couldn't top it. 
there's no way because it was it was just way too much good wrestling. Oh yeah, it was too much, just uh, two master tacticians. And the way the match ended with uh, the victory roll, oh, yes. oh it's a nope, and yep, it's I was like, like nah. Yeah, I mean, I like the way it ended. Um, and plus, I mean, the, and that led to when Brett won the title later on. Now mm-hmm. Owen's like, you know, Owen's, now I gotta. Yeah. yeah, Owen's like, but I already beat you, so. <laughs> yeah, and. But yeah, so that that's the only five matches that are on there, and I think Justin had some very good points. Yeah, he did. You know, um, you know, of course, that's why he has his podcast where he asks those questions because he has his podcast. He doesn't just cover wrestling; he covers sports. Yeah, yeah. And his he goes for two hours. Uh, normally, he's solo, and mm-hmm. he's been trying to get out at six. He's actually been sick lately. That's why he just came back. Mm. Um, just released a couple more shows, and you know, uh, so I'm glad to see him get yeah. back in the swing of things. Yeah. Uh, I try to listen live when I can, but six o'clock in the morning, that's usually I'm, I'm driving. So yeah. it's kind of hard for me to, yeah. But, uh, yeah. The, they don't really like you to watch YouTube while you're driving. No, I can't imagine. No. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're I, not a fan. Uh, of course it makes me wonder about the guy who passed me. I was in the left lane on 275 and it's a three lane, you know, highway because it's the, the loop around Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I was going about 80, 85, and this guy, he I, I could see him in my review mirror. He's like weaving. All of a sudden, he gets up behind me, mm-hmm. and he's like right up on me. We're talking, you know, like I'm giving him a piggyback ride. That's how close he was to me. He was in a like a newer model Buick Enclave. I barely tapped my brakes. I wasn't going to give him a full-on brake check because he would have smacked into me. Mm-hmm. So I tapped him my brakes. I see him gets back up and tap it again. All of a sudden, he goes around me on the left side. He's on the shoulder of the road going about 90, 95 miles an hour. And he cuts back over and almost hits me to get back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, what's so important that you got to do that? You know, mm-hmm. uh, but I imagine he may have been watching YouTube. I don't know. Uh, he might have been. You never know. <laughs> you know, uh, one thing that I meant to mention at the beginning of the show, you know, going to give our condolences and thoughts and prayers out to the family of Jerry Jarrett. He passed hey. away. Was oh, it yeah. yesterday? I believe. Yes. Um, you know, so, I mean, we're talking like legend in the business. Oh yeah. Legendary promoter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hear a lot of stories, good and bad about him. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I mean, but he, if it wasn't for Jerry Jarrett, we wouldn't have had the mid mid Southern slash USWA, Mm -hmm. all that. Without Jerry, without Jerry Jarrett, there would, would have been no, there's, there'd be no impact wrestling now because there'd be no TNA wrestling because he, he started that with Jeff. And, you know, it, it, he seems like he's one of those that I don't, I don't want to say polarized. I don't think it was that bad, but I mean, you do have mixed opinions, but, but nobody mm-hmm. can deny the impact he had. Yeah, on wrestling. I agree. Um, you know, and I imagine he taught, you know, he taught quite a bit to his son, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff and, you know, so I mean, he has a, a legacy that will live on. So, but yeah, we just want to definitely pass on our condolences uh, to their family. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I cannot think of, there was not a whole lot of other news happening. No, time. not really. I mean, once the chamber, once the chamber pay-per-view is over, I figure news will ramp up because we'll start seeing WrestleMania take shape and there'll be a lot more stuff going on. Yeah. And there is an NWS show going on this weekend in Covington. I'm probably not going to go to it. Um, just because I'm just for now, I'm just going anywhere. Uh, that and and Tawan and I, we were not able to do anything for Valentine's Day, so we're actually mm-hmm. going to go go out, right? Um, and but we're going to get back in time to watch Elimination Chamber because the pay per views are now on Saturday nights. Yeah. Yep. 
you know, so that if you're wanting to watch an indie show on a Saturday night, well, yeah, go, well, like, I, always, uh, I want to watch the pay per view, P- the premium live event. I want to watch that, <laughs> you know, but I also want to watch, you know, the yeah. indie show because NWF puts on a good show. Uh, but I'm going to air on spending time with my wife, but I wasn't able to on the actual Valentine's Day. So we're going to go and have some lunch or dinner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and on March 11th, if you can make it up here, is the thing in Pachillacati, the fan fest. Oh, okay. You know, so um, I told Leighton, I was like, you want to go? And he's like, yeah. You know, so he doesn't want to watch the wrestling. Um, he just wants to he wants interact to, with the wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though he said he really doesn't like watching indie wrestling anymore. He wants to watch WWE. I'm like, the ones that are actually in these matches at the fan fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of indies, but most of these are like established yeah. stars. Yeah. You know, um, Rock and Roll Express are going to wrestle. Um, of course, I mean, we know it's one of their last matches. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had it pulled up earlier. Uh, Shane Douglas and somebody are going to have a match. And let me. I'm about to actually go to their, their Facebook page World Classic Professional Big Time Wrestling. That is the name of the page. Is actually ran by Heinz Dillon, uh, who is Bobby Fulton's son. Bobby Fulton, his real name is um, something Dillon. Oh no, something Jim Jimmy Hines. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me go through this big old list of people who are supposed to be there. RVD is supposed to be there. You can tell that even just by seeing the yeah, just by seeing that yeah. <laughs> so uh, Sting's going to be there. He will be wearing paint. He will not sign bats. Hmm, okay. they, they actually have that list on there. Will not sign bats. Um, RVD mentioned him already. Um, they're going to have an NWA Legends panel, which I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, Mass Superstar and Crusher Khrushchev, also known as Axis Smash from Demolition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Nasty Boys. Um, Enzo. Uh, Henry Godwin. Two Cold Scorpio, Rock and Roll Express. Uh, Jimmy Valiant's going to be there. So guess what I'm going to take with me? <laughs> <laughs> that right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Honky Tonk Man, Devon, uh, Tommy Young, Arn Anderson, Brock Anderson, uh, Ron Simmons. Damn. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Dan Severn. Actually, you know what? I want to talk to Dan Severn. And I want to I want to ask him. Do you remember when there was an idiot who uh, told Hawk he wasn't allowed to smoke there in the in the airport? <laughs> yeah, because you were sitting with him. <laughs> so, um, so Shane Douglas, Jack Victory. Wow, there's a name we haven't heard in a long time. Oh yeah, um, Sabu, Mister Hughes. Mister Hughes, I'm thinking he must live like somewhere. He must close. live close because yeah. Um, Bushwhacker Luke, uh, Carlito Colon. Carlito. Carlito. I spit in the face of those who are not cool. Yeah. Um, the Fantastics, Bobby and Jackie Fulton. Uh, Shark Boy, who Shark Boy is from Dayton, so that's why he shows up at all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Romer, I don't recognize the name. Hustler Rip Rogers. Um, the Real Drago, don't recognize this one. Jordan Carlisle, the name sounds familiar. Hmm. Bobby Blaze. Uh, Sam Houston, and I know Sam Houston. He lives in North Carolina, so I mean, he just mm-hmm. yeah. Bill After, 
I mm. would love to. Yeah. I, I definitely want to meet Bill after because I got some questions for him about the magazines. <laughs> yeah. And he's one, dude, if I could get him on this podcast, and now he may charge, you know, some money. He ain't going to do yeah. it for free, but we'll just have to see what we have in the petty cash. So, yeah. Um, Carrie Morton, Ricky Morton's son, Greg Valentine. And then some of the matches, um, Big Mama's going against Savannah Sweet. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, um, I said it was, uh, oh, Two Cold Scorpio and Shane Douglas. Okay. Yeah. So, man, they, yeah. And they went all the way back to <laughs> 93 for that. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Well, that they were in the finals of the, was it ECW? The NWA World heavyweight title oh was that the one shane, where... Doug, shane douglas wins the, the nwa uh... title and then throws it down and declares was it yeah, that one that one yeah 10 pounds of gold yep he picked it up <laughs> and he said you know he said something like you know biggest moment in my life and then you know his dad you know his dad was deceased and he looks up at the sky and he's like i'm gonna do it dad and then he's like for this Ricky Steamboats and the Terry Funks, and then he pauses. He's like, and the Ric Flairs. He's like, you can all kiss my and yeah. Threw it down, picks up the ECW title, and he said, I will not be the flag bearer for a promotion that died R.I.P. seven years ago. So and that that was what killed, not killed, killed, but that's what yeah put NW, that's what put nwa on ice for a while yeah. for pretty much until i mean it was it turned into an indie promotion until billy corgan bought it and, and you it's know, still kind of like an indie promotion but it's just better financed because dan severin he won the nwa yep. world title after yep, yep. Mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if i should just take that belt there you go and have him, <laughs> I just knocked the Ultimate Warrior down. <laughs> so I'm wondering if I should take it and have him add his autograph. Oh yeah, right next to Tommy Riches. There you go. Yep, Dan the Beast Severn. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I could actually have Shane Douglas. Technically, I mean, technically, he's still in the record book as the NWA World Champion. Yep. He's just, you know, he forfeited it as soon as he won it, but. He won the match. He beat two old Scorpio in the finals. And you know, the wild thing is he was also intercontinental champion for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really sad. He actually held that belt longer than what he held. This BMWA world. title. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's going to take me a little bit trying to get this thing back up here now. (laughs) um, Well, you know what? I'll just deal with it later. Let me go pick the warrior back up and not only the warrior, but. I know I showed it, a picture of it to you, but the... Yeah. Yep, so... And in case you guys wondering, this is uh, uh, Mac, Drew McIntyre's mm-hmm. uh, sword. My yeah. wife got me that for Christmas, and she also got me this warrior statuette, and now anytime I practice giving an Oscar speech, you know... <laughs> it's like, there you go. Oh, I know one thing I forgot to mention, IMDb. We're on IMDb, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why I want to tell people, look, recognize. I mean, we're kind of the big deal now. We're on we are, I mean, we are. We are a big deal. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> um, But yeah, so the next couple shows, I mean, we're going to do a, 
uh we're gonna be recording sunday in fact mm -hmm. i actually um i sent a message to jamie before i start recording and i was like hey just want to make sure you're good um because he actually we were supposed to, we had rescheduled to two weeks ago mm -hmm. for, and unfortunately the uh because of health reasons he couldn't do it and that's something he said lord willing and the creek don't rise we will be ready yeah <laughs> so you can tell he is from kentucky yeah yeah you know so he is a uh, Jamie is a diehard UK fan. Oh, okay. Um, John is a diehard Tennessee fan. Mm. He didn't grow up in Kentucky. Um, you know, so every once in a while you'll hear them kind of talking trash yeah. to each other. Yeah. Uh, and we're just going to have to talk trash to, to Jamie a little bit. <laughs> of course, Grand North Carolina is not doing as good as what yeah, they should be. That's true. Uh, but you know what? UK is not doing that great either. And they're actually calling for Calipari to be five yep. now. Yeah. Which I'm like, we told y'all he's a good mm -hmm. recruiter. Mm -hmm. He's but, not that good of a coach. Yeah, we did. Yeah, excellent recruiter, but the coaching leaves something to be desired. Yeah, he may have been the one who started the one and done stuff, but once the other coaches who were better than him started figuring it out, it, yep. Uh, that's all we're saying. Yeah, you know. So and, uh, but on that note, I cannot think of anything else. Can you think of anything? Me either. No, yeah, I think so, that's it. All right, but until we talk on Sunday. My friend, I'll just have to say good night and God bless. Yep. Stop.